Welcome to this episode of the Fan Men Podcast. I'm DJ Gove. Chris Davis. I'm Sean Hogarty. He's giggling already. I'm, I'm just, the, for the first it's... time ever, I mean, we always, you know, you always start with hello, and it's, it's you know, other than the one time that Grit, Stephen Gris uh, did it, but this is the first this... time while doing it at my house instead of the traditional Shea Davis, mm. um, and we sit on a soft couch here, but while you said hello... You like he did the, you like elevated off was, the couch yeah, and I, it was it was oh, just funny. Yeah, you were very animated. Yeah, hello, boing. Weebles yeah. wobble, but they don't fall down. This you are you kind of a weeble. I am kind You're of You're less of a weeble than you used to be, though. That's pretty yeah. cool. Some people always had like the body mistake, like I want to look like Superman. I was like, no, I want to look like a like a little tykes figure. When when were weebles? Right, eighties. I yeah, I, think, I remember having weebles. I might be even be earlier than that. I remember having. Yeah, weebles it, had be, it had to be. It had to be. Yeah. They had to at least exist in like late mid, 70s, se- mid, mid to late seventies. Because I remember going to my great grandmother's house in Columbus, and she saved up green stamps from like the drugstore. Oh my god! Yeah, and she bought me a Weebles haunted house, which was like a huge Ooh, thing. Jesus! And you could put a Weeble on top, and it like, and I hadn't thought about this in years until you looked like a Weeble sitting next to me. <laughs> or no, you said I'm Weebles. Sure, we had yeah. some yeah. kind of. Structure, but I remember having yeah. the little weebles. They were like awesome. the weeble family. Do you saw that haunted house in the box by chance? Because probably with a yeah. fucking fortune. You know, you would think so, but I, I bet if we looked it up, it's uh, now I want to look mm. it up. Like, look up weeble haunted house. I'm looking. Yeah. Usually, right, this, like when you have the play sets, is where the money comes in. Yeah. No, I. I mean, I. I always played with my stuff. I was. I was. It was not a collector. You're a horrible child. But yeah, weeble, weebles. Though, think about it nowadays. Who's going to play with a freaking plastic egg That's true. that has it's, a weight in the bottom? They still sell them. They do? The Treehouse playset? Yeah. You can oh. buy them on Amazon. Oh, well, never mind then. I'm not buying Weebles. Good thing you enjoyed your childhood. I'm one of those awful, awful if they made Funko cringes at. I let my kid open everything. Go ahead, no, play I, with I, it. I do too. Why not? She actually, at one point in time, she, she started to weave her stuff sealed back in the day. No, DJ's okay with opening things. Behavior. That's why DJ has two of everything. I buy a double. Yeah. All right, sorry for the, uh, the okay, so, yeah. DJ on the couch Tom Cruise moment. There we go. Ooh, <laughs> oh, God, I just had this horrible visual of him sliding in on his underwear. Oh, good. no. I know. Uh, hey, Risky um, DJ business. Risky <laughs> DJ business, yes. <laughs> you can find the vintage Weebles Haunted House for $20 on eBay or $215 on Etsy. Go figure. Interesting. Etsy? Is somebody making one I don't from scratch? <laughs> oh, snap. Here's one in the box. 1976. Like how much? Twenty dollars? No, not twenty dollars. Oh, no, the year nineteen. Um, anywhere from two fifty to three fifty. Hundred? Yeah, yeah. I'm not paying that much. I don't even yeah. want it. I, though I want to look at. I, I will look at pictures of it. That's pretty cool. It's had, pretty cool. Yeah, you can go down that rabbit hole. That is neat. Yeah. So hello, DJ. Hello. So yeah. So back to the start of the show. <laughs> Let's see if we can get him to rise off the couch again. We can do that. I'll prop up a couple times for you. He did yeah. eat Taco Bell for lunch. Not oh, yet. No. No, he didn't. I just like no, that. No. Yeah. Now I want Taco Bell. <laughs> How's everyone's week? Uh, mine has first. sucked. Yeah, buttocks. Well, I, I know yours has um, sucked. So I've been uh, going through. You know, Chris said earlier. I, I think I've cursed myself with the travel. I had a. Mm. I had an extreme travel trip come up out of nowhere. I'm about to leave for for a week. You know, twelve hour flights to someplace very very hot, and. Uh, Phoenix? Yeah, no. Parts unknown. Yeah, part parts unknown. So but, I had a warrior um, for me. But it will be 
it, it, it should be good and cool, but scrambling to prep for it has been a pain in the butt mm. and, and it's just made everything a freaking nightmare, but to make it better, the summer traffic fuckery honestly has, has started. Oh yeah. Driving home oh, today, yeah. Friday, Cape traffic, uh, which is God bless four ninety five, right, which is way way far away from where I work, but yeah. unfortunately not far away from where I live, destroys everything. It I does. ended up, you know, Cape and Maine, right? I I, I drove about thirty ish, thirty five ish miles, almost the straight line home, which is actually the worst possible traffic path. <laughs> yep, uh, 90, 90 minutes or so That's, for 30, uh, 30 some miles. Usually takes me about 20 minutes to get down here. Yeah. And it was about 45 today. Yeah. That's and just, it's mostly highway. Because most of the yeah. kids are out of school this week. Everybody oh, is. Yeah. 495. It's summer like, season. Summer. It's summer season. I fucking hate summer. So I haven't bought anything, but I did want to, something comics related kind of came up. Okay. Yeah. There's, um, that almost never happens for me. The, uh, I saw a trailer of a movie. Uh, the Kitchen with Melissa McCarthy, oh. Tiffany Haddish, and uh, I remember and, them talking uh, about this after yes. who's, uh, that it was going uh, to be Elizabeth made. Uh, the, from Handmaid's Tale and uh, Mad Men. Yeah, yeah, I not Elizabeth. It's uh, no, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, Elizabeth Moss. Oh yeah, yeah, Elizabeth yeah. Moss. So, so the three of them, and it's three kind of mob wives in '70s Hell's Kitchen, yep. whose husbands go away. And the mob isn't taking care of them good enough. And so they decide to take over Hell's Kitchen. Mm. So that's based on a- Vertigo uh, book? Was based it? on a Vertigo book, an eight-issue eight, eight issue miniseries that I happen to have collected. And so- So when's it going on eBay? Um, sell, 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 sell. So, yeah. So anyway, it's spiked in value. I have something that I may get rid of. So that, well, that's nice. kind of nice, right? Yeah. Of course, what's actually going to happen- is I'm going to hold on to it, and then the movie will come out, and it'll be okay, but it's not going to bump up the comics any. Eventually, it'll go And back. the value yeah, will and, and, yeah. but But it's still kind of cool, and I have like the the rare, you know, I have two copies of number one in good shape. I've got the the one in 10 variant for number one, and mm -hmm. one of my copies of number one is signed by artist and co-writer Ming Doyle. So Very cool. Nice. Yeah. So It is nice when they pull the little, like, um, you know, uh, short runs and one-offs and stuff and yeah. do movies out of them. That's always nice. Yeah, they announced that, what, a couple of years ago, right? I remember the conversation happening that it was going to be made. So long ago that I completely forgot about it until I it, saw the show. I was like, oh, yeah, It took me a second after he mentioned it. I'm like, why does that ring a bell? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, um, yeah, same thing. I didn't really do any I, shopping this I've week. I bought stuff, but nothing fun. It's yeah, nothing stuff fun. for the house. Yeah. Everything is focused on yeah. finishing the house right now. So let's yeah. jump right into news then. So you mentioned- Well, wait. No, I, I, one other thing. Uh oh, okay. he's looking so, at me. Johnny Mangual, one of the owners of the Hall of Comics, our yes. you know our our friends in Southboro, Massachusetts, yeah. he uh, sent me a, a message just a couple hours ago. Uh, That's Entertainment and Worcester has a copy of Batman One Thirty Four, mm. which is the Rainbow Creature. It's a Silver Age Batman, uh, and they have a nice price of it. So that's pretty cool. So I'm I think I I'm gonna bribe DJ to. To get it and by bribe. Get it to stick yeah. them in his box and yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah, no, I can, um, I'll go take a look at it for you. Um, mm -hmm. I'm going to go tomorrow. I got to pick up, I have some stuff in my box there still. Um, I still have some, I, I cut it off, but I saw some issues of Power Rangers in there. Nice. So the comics get so out of control. Very so. cool. 
Okay, so now back to news. Yeah, what's so up in now, the news? So now we had the uh, trailer for uh, The Kitchen come out, but this one's probably near and dear to both you guys. Is The first trailer for Dr. Sleep came out. Yeah. Oh, my God. So anyone that doesn't know what Dr. Sleep is, <clears throat> like me, I didn't really know until the movie came out. Danny Dr. Torrance. Sleep is grown-up Danny from The Shining. Yep. It's, uh, I mean, uh, y- it's, you take a shot at it, Chris. Both of us are, are King fans. The Shining. Massive King fans, massive Shining fans. You're moving forward 30? 30 years. 35 years. years like probably about 30 yeah. years yeah. into the future. Shining was 79, maybe? Yeah. So actually, that's 40. If they're keeping true to the timeline, yeah, yeah you're 40 years. Yeah. Although, uh, it's a little younger 50, yeah. than that. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Like he looks young in the trailer, but it's essentially Danny's moved on with his life. He's a nurse mm-hmm. in a. I think it's a. It's, a it's an old assisted age living yeah. kind of facility i thought it was in maine which would make sense something i read in the synopsis makes it sound like he's in new jersey i don't know whether so so i'm i I don't i thought it was in maine i thought it was northeast somewhere i'd have to go back it's been a few years since i read the book um but it essentially he finds the premise of it he's he connects with and finds a child like him Mm -hmm. another with the shine yeah. And then it kind of, I don't want to give away too much of the story, but, but it's continuation it's of the his interconnected story. world off of that. Yeah. Mm. So I remember the, the book Dr. Sleep came out five, six years ago, maybe it's been a while. Yeah. Someone. Yeah. Was, yeah. Oh, it's that new. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's, it's oh, yeah, very it's, new. Yeah. Oh. And when it came out, it popped big. Yeah. And I, it's, um, I haven't been reading books for the month. So I listened to audiobook. You, you probably I read, actually it. read it. Yeah. Yeah. But just. I don't think when I initially listened to it, I'm not sure I knew that it was a sequel to The Shining. So I'm just listening to it and it's, you know, and it was yeah. clear. But just, I mean, I I'm, I'm, I love his his writing and books universally. Um, but yeah, without fail. Yeah. I mean, but it, very few. it was really interesting. Totally different. Like it's, yes, it's in the same universe, same character, but it's its own completely unique story. A little road trippy, little, yeah, you know. you get a little bit of everything. You yeah. Broken adult Danny. Yeah. That's dealing with carrying this weight around yeah. for his entire life. And if I recall correctly, the reason he's called Dr. Sleep is interesting from a character perspective. It is, yeah. yeah I don't we won't spoil it. Beat, yeah. But um, no, that's something, I knew it was a sequel to The Shining yeah. when it was coming out. And that's something that, I mean, you're, Treading on hallowed ground. Yeah. So anytime oh, yeah. after that much, that many years has passed. Well, that's one of the interesting points of this too, is the trailer makes it clear even to the uninitiated, well, unless unless you're completely cold, it's obvious that the the, the movie is a you sequel know. to The Shining. Yeah. So they, it's right. You have your yeah. one beat that yeah. everybody yeah. knows. They do the car- the, the trike on the carpet. Yeah. They do the mm-hmm. twins. They See do the, the elevator. Old lady and in the, the, do- the red rum in the door. Do they they do the, the red rum young lady. first, right? Yeah. Red rum is first. Red rum's all over the place. He yeah. sees it on the wall. And they yep. have the door. And then it's all, everything else yeah. seems to come after the room two. Yeah, room yeah. 237 and all these things. The But that's an interesting thing because the book and Kubrick's movie, The Shining, have some significant differences. Yeah, and a lot King of people- hate that movie? It's his least favorite. Yeah, I don't know if I would say before. he hates it, but it really is not- Kubrick did a lot of stuff that kind of chapped his ass at the time. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's a different thing. I mean, that said, the movie's fantastic in a zillion it's, different ways. Oh. Yeah, but the 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 trailer goes all in on 
those relations, but also it's clear that they've reshot. So, so they have to be doing a lot in flashback or other things that yeah. in the book, I don't think we got that much reach back into the shining because you're able to read the character's thoughts. And, you know, I don't, th whereas it looks to me right, like in the movie, they're having to visualize, yeah, having they're to having visualize to give you that. his past. And unless they yeah. went back and just recreated it's, some shining beats for the marketing. For the trailer. I don't no, no, use them. It's going to be interesting because that's one of those, you didn't have to be a King fan to be a Shining fan. No, because I'm, that's, I love that I mean, movie. that is yeah. just ingrained in pop culture. Yeah. And there's so many beats in this trailer. Mm -hmm. uh, Danny looking through the door. Yeah, that was the axe destroyed door. That was pretty. Just wild. him popping yeah. out, and so he goes back to hotel. Back to Jack on the other side. Yeah, it's things like that. I do remember there is some bounce back to the Overlook. Yeah, I I have not. I mean, I I listened to that book, and my memory sucks so much that you know all I all I remember is loving it, and so I'm I'm torn as to okay, does that mean I'm going to re-listen to the book? Or am I going to rewatch the movie? Right? How? What am I going to do to prepare? Um, and, yes, to all of it. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I'm not sure I'm going to do any of that. I, I like going into things stupid, both because it makes me sound like a more sophisticated, you know, open open mind. But really, it's just I'm really lazy. When does that come out? Is it? <laughs> um, it's a, November. 8th, November. I yeah, the yeah. day before my birthday. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You and Heather are like so, a week apart. Mm -hmm. I wonder if um. Maybe we should uh, do the six of us and take the wives to see that when it comes out. Because I don't, my wife always complains I don't take her to horror movies, so she'd probably want to go see it. I, I mean, I'm, I know. I'm always up for yeah. trying. The scheduling is the most. No, we'll interesting try to figure part. it out. So. Yeah, maybe do like a Shining Night a couple like a month before or something like that. Watch yeah. Shining again. Yeah, that's uh, that's cool. definitely sounds good. Awesome. So that was like the only big trailer. Um, there was a second trailer for Frozen that came out. That's not something we really covered. Frozen yeah. 2? Yeah, Frozen 2. Electric I, I didn't see that. Yeah. They should just flat out call it that. Why not? Yeah. That'd be amazing. I, I would want to see the movie if they called it that. I could yeah. care less. 2 you know, Frozen, 2 Furious? Okay. That, that'd be the best one. <laughs> yeah. That'd be the best one. Or uh, Frozen 2 Secret of the Use might be a good yeah. So, <laughs> so that's coming out. Um, uh, so one other thing that's newsworthy that we hinted to last week. Um, that I wanted to say for this week because it's, I think it's um it's a bigger issue and it goes into the subject matter I think a little bit that uh, Chris brought up for today so it's going to kind of lead into it. Um, the way Warner Brothers um treated this whole debacle with Swamp Thing. Right, right. So for people that don't know, um, on the DC Universe app, uh, they're doing some live action TV shows. Yeah. The third one was Swamp Thing. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we've talked about a couple times. We're all huge fans of the character Swamp Thing. That Alan Moore runs probably one of the best runs in the history of comics. Mm -hmm. um, I think I have a respect for it. I have very little knowledge. So I wouldn't describe okay. myself. Oh, as I a remember huge reading fan. it as a kid. It's, it's a plant. Okay, so no, me, yeah, me no, I know. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm. I'm okay. Less have you never read it? I don't deserve. I don't think I've read much of it. I probably read individual issues. You'll go back. It is to the Swamp Thing what Dark Knight is to yeah. Batman. Did, it's was it's there... your first adult take on it. It's a completely yeah. different psychological. It took take it, took, it took a thing. throwaway like um, you know horror book kind of. Or was there a little bit or... of Swamp Thing in uh, the Sandman run at one point? Uh, I don't know. Is there like intersection? Constantine um, Swamp Thing. I know there's so definite Constantine, Constantine Swamp Thing. Yep, because it's Justice League yeah. Dark, and then Swamp Thing really crossed over um, to the but everything else with the like, whole Brightest love Day. story between Abby and. Yeah, I mean it's it's so worth a read. I've it's heard insane. way more commentary 
and love about that run than if I've they, actually read. It's right? really I need them to release that run in an absolute format. Ooh, it's just yeah. gorgeous. Yeah. It is so good. And they might, because I mean, so, so far, so we're, th- uh, but, the third episode just dropped last night. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've only seen the first two. I haven't watched three yet because I usually watch on the weekend. Yeah. People love this show. Um, it's beautiful. It's, it is. It's phenomenal. He, like Derek Mears, um, the guy who played the newer Jason, um, mm-hmm. was also in, he does some, he's one of these guys that like, anytime they need a big guy in a costume, they put Derek Mears in it. Did you see he showed up at a fat man the week before yep. something dropped and, and they no had no idea? Know, yeah. He was in the audience. And no one knows what he looks like. Oh, I, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Um, I met him at um, a con they do locally called Rock and Shock. Uh, my friend Liana um, works at Over it. She at, uh, needed help. At the DCU? Century, at the yeah. DCU. And uh, they were short on volunteers. She's like, hey, you work cons. You want to come work with it? I'm like, yeah, I'll come help you. No problem. Wicked nice guy. You're hard to tell he plays a serial killer in a hockey mask. Some of my favorite times have been at horror cons. That's, they do have some cool It's ones. a better group of people. Yeah. You don't have the militant fan boys. You don't get the <laughs> cosplay people. It's, yeah, it's it's different. But, so yeah, so this show came out. Um, before the show was released, you got wind that they kicked it back from 13 to 11 episodes. Right. No one really knew why. After the first episode, they straight up just shit canned it. And there's a couple reasons for it, for what's come out. Number one is um, there's rumors, which I'm not happy about, that they're going to shit can the entire DCU app. Which is completely predictable one they're way gonna or the other. They're going to roll it into the larger Warner Brothers wants to do a Warner Brothers one. Um, what they're saying now is the only thing that's going to survive from the DC app is going to be Titans. Everything else is is going to get... So the Harley Quinn ca- cartoon is going to be a one and done as well? One and done. Um, Stargirl might not even get finished, they're saying now. Mm. Which is going to be great. It means we're going to have another like eight months of this freaking thing with no content on it. So it's going to be... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's a shit show. Um, which also means Doom Patrol might not survive into a season two, which is a goddamn shame because that show was really good too. Yeah, that's... It's... But there's another reason for it too. On top of Warner uh, AT&T just being absolute fucking assholes about it. I love um, DJ's deep grasp of business and how yeah, it works. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's I want stuff. You give it to me. I give you money. That's the way it works. Yeah, but you yeah. don't give them enough money to justify yeah. making the show. No. Well, maybe if their cell phone service was better. Um, <laughs> so... They had a problem with the state of North Carolina. It looks like they uh, DC filed their rebate paperwork. And this this part, this whole thing, I'm gonna under, I understand. So they made the show. North Carolina promised them a forty million dollar rebate mm-hmm. or tax credit, whatever, from the tax show. Tax credit, yeah. Yeah. However, yeah, they then, do it. Yeah, they give tax credits, and then you can sell the credits. Yeah, exactly. make money for like seventy five cents on the dollar or something. Yeah, something like that. So I guess somewhere with the state. Someone filed something wrong or not on time or something. Some rumors is on North Carolina's end, which I don't know how this works, but so Warner that seems like it, sh- it can't be on the state's end because no, it's got to be something. Yeah, that's it's got to be someone business filed. person, but, and it's yeah. it's tough that there was that tight of a window too. Yeah, these things usually stay open for years. Yeah. So anyway, so long story short, I'm boring people. Warner Brothers had to come 28 million more out of pocket to finish the show up. Yeah, that's Which kind of explains. That's, uh, that's a lot of fucking money for a TV show, mm-hmm. especially a TV show where you're not selling thirty second Pepsi and Dorito ads throughout it. Well, and yeah. you're on a niche app as well. Correct. Yeah. You don't have the reach of a Netflix, and or... it's not Batman or Wonder Woman. It's Swamp Thing. That's. I mean, it'll all come back to subscriber count, and they don't yeah. need it as a lost leader. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm sure you know they it's... get a little spooked with the character too, because it's not as well known of a character. It's. Well, since we're talking about um, people just sabotaging 
properties, yeah. mm-hmm. we might as well touch on the Dark Phoenix rumors and yes. everything that came out this week. Uh, oh, yes. Any of this. Okay. So this is, um, as you know, DJ's been harping on this colossal shit show for the last six months. It's yeah. Like. yeah. It's just going to be steaming hot pile of garbage. Uh, word came out this week that not only was there a longer, better cut, yeah, but Disney had them, Disney slash through Fox, because the deal wasn't done yet. Right. Had them cut out 20 to 30 minutes, depending on which story you read, mm-hmm. that would have made a vastly different, much better movie mm-hmm. because they didn't want this competing with Captain Marvel in any way, shape, or form. Mm. They wanted Brie Larson as the new female face. And not Jean Grey. And they didn't want this to be, they they didn't want the movie to be good. Is that, oh, yeah. is that possibly true? I mean, that, that honestly, I don't think it would have been like, mm. sounds like something concocted by folks who are ashamed of the shit product they put out. Right. If that's true, then show me that cut on, on, you know, on happened. disc. You'll never, it, yeah. You'll never see it's it. Almost, it's, it's, it's like the, the Snyder cut or even better, um, probably a closer, um, a better example is the, tra- uh, what's his name? Trask, whatever the guy who did the fantastic four movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. I had all this stuff was going to be totally, it's not my, that's not my movie. Why? Because it fucking sucked. It's not your movie. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's trash. It's plausible. It's just. Oh, no, I'm sure. Because they went in and did reshoots towards the end. Yeah, no. And Disney at its core is a marketing company. Correct. They had that Captain Marvel thing planned out years in advance, even though that movie wasn't very good. It made a billion dollars. And she's, exactly. That's yeah. all they care about. So that's the face of your next phase. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm very interested in the coming years to see. You know, yeah, I think you can you have, make your plans and make your market schemes. Yeah, but show me what happens after Downey Jr.'s not involved. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, it, it does your backbone. So every you know we talked about it before, and um, it was out there, and you kind of knew it was going to happen because of the way they're drawing the books. Mm-hmm. It looks like you are going to get John Krasinski and Emily Blunt as the Storms. Oh, really? Or as the Reeves, yeah, the Richards. I mean, like Kim Tokte as I'm, the lead I mean, for the Fantastic Four. I don't know anything about Fantastic Four, I mean, but I'm in. It seems like. Things are in flux at Marvel right now. Ant-Man 3 is just a non-starter at this point. Yeah. They built up that whole thing to the next story, and Paul Rudd was just on a show this past week when they were asking about him. He has no clue. Yeah. It's just kind of DOA right um, now. Well, and another thing we've talked about, and I say like we're ahead of the curve or nothing on this, but- Yeah, we are. You're going to have a nope. huge fucking problem once you retire out all these original Avengers. Like you have a huge, huge gaping hole to fill now. We've covered this before. Yes. <laughs> we apologize. Sean is tired and cranky. Yes. And what I'm saying is it's going to be a problem. As opposed to just normal cranky. Yeah, as yeah. opposed so to just normal cranky. It's going to be a problem. Your, your next, so we so this is all going to lead into So you have TV shows getting canceled, movies getting recut. Cats and dogs sleeping together. Mass, mass hysteria. hysteria. It's living together, by the way. Living um, together, yeah. Um, <laughs> so. I rebooted it, DJ. Oh, okay. <laughs> And now you have a cinematic universe, which has been the backbone for a rise in comic book issues and comic oh. publishing and all that stuff. Yep. That dovetails nicely into our topic. Exactly. Yeah, that is not going to. I'm not going to say it's going to disappear, but this cinematic universe is not going to sustain this billion dollar per movie thing. And so it's going to bottom out. Bad? So what's that going to do to the books? That's the topic for today. Is what what's going on in the world of actual comic books? So what's what is your 
view on where we are with so, the world. Well, let's go with um, let's just go with facts because we actually have a couple of those this week. This is a fan man first. I found facts. I'm, I'm confused that DJ has facts. <laughs> I do. Wait, wait facts. research and preparation. <laughs> facts. Um, All what the kind way. of crap facts is this? Suck. Yeah. No, <laughs> please, you you have the floor. I'm gonna shut up. So I'm there was fascinated a, by this. So between 2017 and 2018, there was a massive drop in comic book sales. Yeah. Right now, from 2018 to 2019, um, the retailers that were surveyed for this article have only seen about a 1% drop in overall sales. However, the bulk of these sales are not coming from your monthly subscription books anymore. They're all coming from trades. Really? Yes. People who see these movies want to go back and read the trades for them. And the one interest, I read Ooh. some of the same thread. The one interesting caveat is they're only surveying stores that were open in both years. That yes. doesn't take into account the, the, it's almost like 20% of mom and pop comic shops are, have well, closed. Yeah, have closed. Right. So. Huh, so the market changes related to that are hidden in this particular stat. Yeah. So right. you have. Exactly. So the numbers are much higher yeah. because you lost 20% of your shops. Correct. Correct. Um, and there's reasons. Oh, wait, that's it. not, that's not per store. So overall. The remaining stores. These are just are ones that were surveyed. These are just the survey, yeah. surveyed stores. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just ones and we probably, we probably should talk to some people that we know that own comic book stores. It would have been helpful, but that's okay. We figure this stuff I'd out. Love a to day get yeah, actually, we talk to them anecdotally. Yeah. Yeah. But um, we should, we should do a little, uh, comic biz. I'd love to bring the yeah. guys on one day, but they even say, if you talk to John and Jake, they're ordering a lot more for the whole, a lot less. Of the new titles. And you can see it in the store itself, right? But they're buying that's more sec- collections, it seems. They're buying more collections. They're focusing more on your high dollar, older, gold yeah. and silver age books. Yeah. Because they're getting stuck. Before, there was a system where you could return the books. Yeah. That's now the now. numbers are so far down. You want that one in 50 variant. You're buying 50 of the... Yeah. Yep. And that's Where's the fact So let's get to that. Yeah. yeah. So let's get to that. So there's there's a couple big problems I've, I get being able to research about why this is happening. So number one, as like I said, you know, Iron Man came out and all these Marvel movies started and you were, you'd think these kids, younger kids would want to get into the comic books. So Marvel started pumping out crossovers, variant covers, number ones. It seems like they reboot the number ones every year but or whatever. A year, yeah. Um, so yeah. anytime there's a movie out, there's some number ones on the shelves. They start like related and then to the there's preludes to whatever yep. that movie and then is. And we start, you know, we've talked about, you know, they start drawing Captain Marvel to look like Brie Larson and yeah. all this stuff. And Marvel's also been very much, oh, we need to have more girl characters. Let's make Thor a girl. Okay, let's make Iron Man a fifteen year old black girl. Let's make Mrs. Uh, Mrs. Marvel, you know, a different race. And they've, they've been real big on that train too, trying mm-hmm. to like diversify everything. Yeah. And what they do is they just keep rolling out, oh, here's a girl version of this character. She gets a number one, she gets variants, she gets a crossover. But the other one, the male Iron Man, Tony Stark, give him the number one, some chrome covers, all this shit. And they're not selling. And on top of not selling, and this has come from three people who've been reading books for combined probably... 80 years mm-hmm. the books are fucking least, horrible yeah. they're trash the stories are so like unoriginal and horrible and they just they're not good books and DC does the same thing DC had the New 52 New 52 started off selling really well yeah but that was that was 8 years ago I know it was a long time ago we've had another and then they went to rebirth 7 and a half years ago say, yeah, yeah. So, so, so that's so 
New 52 came out, sold really well. Some number ones and number, you know, first like, say the first like dozen New 52 books are worth some insane money because DC didn't realize how, like, Batgirl number one. No one knew how well that book was going to sell at first. Yeah. Very low print runs. And you like say you and how much of that has to do with the artist that was involved in that? Possibly, yeah. But they was, sold the book. Was that cover Adam Hughes? Hughes? Yeah. yeah, it was a Hughes cover. Um, Green Arrow. They had to do I think three printings for number one because they just couldn't keep the thing in stock. Flash sold out, so they they did really well when they got to Rebirth because they decided to kibosh the New Fifty Two universe after after a long time. A right? lot. I mean that no, they, that was they, they a major it. I mean, phase. They, yeah. That went right. on for a while, five or six yeah. years. Yeah, it wasn't a, it wasn't a Marvel how phase. many. And they didn't do it like they did. They did another crisis. It was about five years. I mean, years. you got five full story arcs out of yeah. Batman. You got yeah. Just think of like I the think you got Aquaman, Aquaman, Lantern. The new Fifty Two was like fifty two months. I mean, I they, think it know, was. They it might have been. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, they they didn't do a ton of cr- like crossover things. I know they did like a villain event. They did like one hologram yeah. cover event, yeah. and then they did um. We had the they Lego did another covers crisis. at one point. The Lego covers. Those oh yeah, they, the, yeah. Yeah. Issue 30s? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, so they, they did some cutesy stuff. Um, it wasn't as bad, though. But then when they went into Rebirth, not even close. The numbers don't match up at all. The the yeah, Rebirth yeah. stuff has... I mean, I bought a lot of Rebirth. They started some interesting things. There's parts of the story I liked better. Yeah. There, no, there's some nice stories in there, but, but the thing is, people aren't buying them, though. And I'm sure... With Rebirth, they did all the extra covers and stuff, and I'm sure these stores had to buy well, so buckets no, no, of freaking no, books. No, but the interesting thing about Rebirth, and I think you've got both both major companies have differing successes here, but I'm still I still prefer the DC approach where they've mm-hmm. tried to they've not right. You don't gimmicky changing your changing your approach. You you always waste time, right? It's mm-hmm. context switching. You're wasting mm-hmm. time. You're wasting continuity. You're wasting all these different things. Whereas trying to deal with things like the variants, the whole rebirth thing, DC started something that they've largely stuck to that I think is pretty strong. A B mm-hmm. cover, and the B cover has been about art, right? The sure. series of artists. It's yes. been you know they've even pulled Archer, the trade dress back, guys, yeah, right, and that. To contrast with Marvel's done the yeah. one in a hundred, one hundred, well, one fifty. That's the know. thing. That's the big difference between the two companies. So DC's running into the year of the villain right now. Yes. Yeah. You have a whole sheet of variant covers, but they are on their own individual titles. Yes. Yeah. This isn't Marvel coming out with, hey, we're rebooting Fantastic Four. Yeah. Here's a hundred covers uh, of the same yeah. friggin' book. Yeah. Star Wars number one. Which Everyone is, who wanted to could have cover 50, for that book. One of those exactly. is it's abusive of fuck the market. Star Wars. I'm going to start on that. That yeah. was a nightmare. That was that, ridiculous. That's abusive of the market. It's abusive of, it just reeks of propping up. Like, yes, people are, people are buying them. So clearly they, you know, they, they're getting some kind of short term reward, but it's, it's cannibalistic, right? It is not a healthy so thing. One thing he, since he just brought up Star Wars. So, I am not only a comic book person, I'm a huge Star Wars person. Yeah. Very excited when I realized Star Wars was starting back over. I was like, Mint, I'm yeah. I'm gonna get this book. Subscribe to it. I was like, give me give me whatever covers. You know, I'll take I'll take all you know, three or four covers, whatever it goes. He goes, dude, there's like ninety five covers. I have like I'm I like, think I have I'm sixty. Like, I'm like, what? Yeah. He shows me the list. He's like, Yeah, I gotta buy a hundred books to get this one. I gotta pay That's... ten bucks a book for this one. I was like, fuck that. I was I... like, 
give me number one and give me like whatever the one in 25 is like the, and then I bought a Han and Leia cover from another website yeah. and I was like, and then don't subscribe to anything to me after that. Cause I don't want to fucking deal with this. I already remember Campbell covers that came out of it. Yeah. I yeah. bought the bundle from the hall. Yeah. They had the one that ran all the way up through the one yeah. in 100. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I'm not doing this. So many. So, so you had someone who was probably going to, you know, I was going to buy a book every month. Those stories were actually good. They right? were bad. Yeah. The initial Star Wars run, the Darth Vader run. The Vader run was good. good. Uh, there, was a mall, mm-hmm. there was a mall run and a Mace Windu one run. There yeah, and I, I was already out at that point. Yeah, I, re- I read them digitally off a PDF off the internet. The I Chewie, didn't pay for them, so the take Chewie was good. Chewbacca was good. The Han Chewie. Solo. I, I can't remember if I read that. But again, some of those was, I didn't read all the books. I was... Cherry picking ones for the covers. Yeah. yeah. They were also mini series, which I approve. I of. can do six right. issues. Yeah. yeah. In but, and out. But back to the point. So you had someone who built in target audience who wants, wanted the book, was very excited to get into these storylines, knew there were going to be some canon. If the movies, you know, when the movies came mm-hmm. out, give me, give me, give me. Mm-hmm. From the, what the shit they pulled on, ep, on issue number one, off my list, never bought another book. Yeah. And they, that's what they're they doing. Do they're constantly. turning, they're turning people off. Um, Marvel is the biggest defender of that. Marvel's the worst. Uh, right now, like we were just talking about, so if you they did the uh, top 10 books for May, DC has six out of the 10. Mm-hmm. Um, the other four are not all Marvel books. No, so Marvel has books the or? fourth slot. That Savage Avengers. Yeah. So. No, you have, so here's the thing. So I, and I read another article where they um, started, you know, they're talking to people who own shops and um, the saving grace right now for these small comic shops are things like your Boom Studios, yeah. you know your Power Rangers, your Bill and Ted Save the World, Godzilla. I think they have um, WWE because what they're doing is with their covers is like, yeah, we're gonna do some extra covers, um, but it's like they're like one in twenty fives. Every now and then you get like a one in fifty, um, like the uh, Mall Rats yeah. cover for I Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah. I was like my so my shops like I can't get it. I can't buy that many books. I'm like. Okay, no problem. I'll just I'll eBay that one because I mm-hmm. I need to have it. Yeah, I was able to buy it right from Boom for four bucks. Yep. Oh, nice. it's like it was n- no big deal. But they're not holding these stores hostage. Right. Like, what do you want? Okay, what's we'll in the books? No big deal. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of people saying like the, you know the Boom stuff selling real well. The stories are very good. Um, I've only read a couple. You know, I do Power Rangers. I did some Bill and Ted stuff. Uh, it's like a different, fresh approach on comics. And there's a lot of smaller publishers now. That actually give a fuck if their books are good. Yeah. Because they don't have Iron Man to fall back on. They have to, have to write a good I book. I mean, I actually like, I don't read as much Boom and Dynamite and stuff, mm-hmm. but but Image has been gold for me for for I read some of five the or six years too. now. Which Like Prodigy, Mil- Mark Miller. Yeah. Or Millar, however. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, he, that Prodigy book was unbelievable yeah i've, I've been collecting and i haven't been, haven't been reading it but that that's a good example there's reborn. a lot of shorter series what he did with capullo was excellent which one reborn oh yeah that that was so really good. good um there's uh he did one huck did you read that one's only yeah. like four or I six did, yeah. issues something that was or maybe 12 i don't then know. it came out in the giant format yeah yeah I it was him that. and uh but again that was one i was drawn in by the artist it was albuquerque oh yeah yep Yep. So I'm looking at the stats that DJ was just bringing up here and what's fascinating. Now let's compare and contrast to, can we all say when X-Men relaunched, that was the absolute apex for the comic industry. So you're we, talking like, like Jim Lee back in the 8 million copies. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was a 90 or yeah, something like yeah. that. 91. That's yeah. To now you're at a point where you can't hit 250,000. 
No. And well, but it's a different, those are not apples to apples. Now you're in a world where you've got Netflix and video games in your hands. We're, we're going to get do. there. We're yeah, definitely okay. going to get there. Hold that you, thought. You do. Um, what's striking to me, even beyond your breakdown between the two companies, mm-hmm. is when, when you look at this top 10, um, you have one, two, three, four, five, seven. Seven of your top 10 books where Batman is either the main character or one of the main characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which you tells at, you that, yeah. That's... You look at your top five, mm-hmm. there's three Schneiders and a Jeff Johns. So it's really around, it's, you have two creators buttressing this entire industry. Right the entire industry. Well, but, but so one of my questions there is those top five or those top 10 where is that in the curve of the overall market, right? Because that's just, that's the slice of whichever ones happen to be numerically the top, mm-hmm. right? Batman, as we previously discussed, I think last week, one of the most popular characters in the universe. So it's not surprising that there are more subscribers to Batman type stuff. Mm-hmm. How, you know, that doesn't mean that that is, you know, four, 40% of the market in the top five, right? So, is it is it ten percent or is it fifty percent in the top five or ten? There's a huge difference. So here's another weird swing in the market. So uh, explain the question. A uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm uh, just trying to right, follow so, your thoughts. So, uh, so right. What are the guy. what are the so what are the numbers on the number one issue? Are we talking on two hundred thousand, two forty. So you go just a deceased two forty two. So an event book. So you can almost okay. Batman's a key character, right. but you could almost exclude right. the event. And book. so Doomsday uh, Clock, another event book. It goes from two forty two. Down to 117. Okay. And, and, and what's number 10's numbers? Number 10's number? 78,000. 78,000. So, so that's what I'm interested what book in. Is that, what, what one was that? Number 10? Um, number 10 was Amazing Spider-Man. Right. Oh. So so across the top 10, what do you have? You get- you two Spider-Man books and one, two, three, four, Four Batman specific books. So are we eight hundred to eight hundred thousand to a million across the top uh, ten? Give me one second because it's a Friday night and I'm doing math in my head. Yeah. So Puzzle, why he's doing the ad? And you got to think yeah. too is like since most of them are Batman and Spider Man, you could have a not a large chunk, but maybe like a ten percent slice of these people buying these books or buying them just because they're Batman Spider Man people, whether they're just. Right, prospecting to see if they can resell it later on, or if there's someone like you who has a, yeah. a, a deep collection. One point one. All right, so 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 the point of the question I was trying to get to, but yeah. you're you're clearly right, DJ. But so one point one million. What I was trying to get to is that is the overall market of all titles sold during that that stat period. Is it five million books? Is it ten million bucks books? Or is it two million books? Because that means a lot different when you tell me a bunch of them are Schneiders and a bunch of them are Jeff Johns, right? Yeah. Are these guys just- there's a total here. Yeah. There's not a lot of books being printed or, or being sold. No. They're printing I mean, them, but- They're printing them, but they're not selling. Yeah. Another, um, so like I said, another huge problem too is, for what I've read, is is Diamond. All these oh, shops yeah. have to use Diamond now, and Diamond doesn't take care of this shit. You cannot, it's very hard to get a book in good shape now. Right. Which- Honestly. And shit doesn't show up on time. Okay. But at least in terms of the, the shape, that gets to one of your other points, right? Yep. Readers. Don't, don't fucking care. Don't necessarily, or don't, don't care at all. Right. Mm-hmm. Guys who are literally reading it. Right. You know, then there's guys like me where I may never read the paper copy I buy, but I, you know, but if I, you know, as I'm processing my orders, 
the runs of books that have, you know, spine ticks and stuff like that are like, oh, this is 9-4 at best. That actually does bug me. And I know it's generally not the guys at our shop, right? Different shops have different, you know, the people shipping them. Um, Like I love going to, you ever go to Rubber Chicken? Mm-hmm. Uh, in uh, where they in Bellingham? Yeah, I went once. Yeah, when uh, it's a Alexa yeah. Bliss was there. It's a yeah. very different kind of. Oh, shop. that's friendly neighborhood. Rubber chickens around yeah. the corner. Oh yes, yeah, okay, yeah. So down the hill behind like so Dairy Queen. The reason I thought a rubber chicken is because Jay and the crew there. I love that store, and they got some great, They're amazing amount nuts. of stuff packed in there. Yeah, when they decide, yeah, everything's yeah. going to be fifty percent off. Oh Come yeah, on. and they do From some now till twelve. Like Wall leading up to New Year's Eve, it's like, you know, New Year's is New Year's is like. 80% off or something like that. But but the reason I thought of them is, so the racks at Rubber Chicken are Holy packed. shit. Right? So you can the go and find find the series you like, and there's going to be, you know, stuffed in there. They often have like 30 or 40 deep. And at the point that you're racking that way, those are not going to, those are not going to keep, no. you know, keep near mint quality they're no. gonna they're gonna hit fine pretty quickly those are reading copies but those are reading copies but i love the fact that i can go there and i just can find what i miss yeah. amount right yeah. i could have missed one two months ago and it's probably yeah. still on the wall there. yeah and it's 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 fun yeah. but then again a small store like that if they're buying f- you know 50 of everything very quickly it could turn real bad we, well i'd be interested it, it actually you know what we should do guys we should put together a panel of bedrock friendly neighborhood oh, I'd love rubber to get chicken Jack involved, yeah. all comics go do some interviews no, not interviews i want to get them together i want to you know let's okay. take them to dinner mic them up and let's talk comic business we've mm-hmm. got our own that could right, be a lot of fun yeah, because each of those stores are very very different handle things differently they're all you know i mean they're all run by good good guys with different mm-hmm. takes, and I would love to hear them That's, talk um, about this. That, that we should be- actually try to figure that out towards the end of the summer. Jack would be a fascinating. Just go down to Bedrock. He was one of the co-owners of Boston Comic-Con. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Before really? They fo- yeah. Yes, he I was see, right. I don't even, I, so, know, I barely know these guys aside from the Hall guys. And, and, and I've only talked to him briefly about it. Um, that could be interesting. I'll pop in there every so often, but this is somebody, that store has been there for. 20 something year. I mean, he's been there forever. Yeah. Forever and a day. Everybody knows him. Yeah. He could not have been happier to get rid of that con. Yeah. Yeah. It just, the way it's going, and I mean, it's, it was time. It was, yeah. It was just going to break. And we're starting to see the cracks. Yeah. Yeah. And and so, so I have two thoughts. One, buy him dinner, you know, know, or or do something. Or, I mean, we should do that first, but I mean that—that's—that's that's something worth doing because we have an interesting chunk of industry folks here. And obviously, yeah, because that's a good idea. Because obviously, you know, this whole peaks and valleys of the company, we can't fit into an hour like we normally do. So we're actually yeah. skipping over a bunch of stuff. That oh we're, yeah, we have to go back and revisit. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. We should. No, we never talk about the same thing twice. Well, we can start. Well, we can make this like a series. No, I mean, <laughs> well, no, because we talk so, about the same thing. I know. All the time. And all we talk about episode. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's true because you have, it'd be good to get the actual retailer's perspective because I'm, you know, we're looking at it from the, just the guy going to hit the racks. Yeah. And uh, it'd be nice to get there, you know, because a lot, I've read, like I said, I've been doing some digging on this this week. A lot of comic shops, if they, they wish they could tell Marvel to go fuck themselves. They really do. Yeah. Really do. The smaller stu- uh, publishers seem to be kind of, you know, holding people's interest. Yeah. Much so, so like, 
if you had to pick, so all these movies out, Shazam and Avengers making a gazillion dollars and the stuff on TV, mm-hmm. if you had to pick what the top three selling graphic novels were last year for ho- for holiday season, what would you think they would be? Top? Just give me just give me one. Just give me one uh, of like the top selling graphic trades. Uh, Watchmen. No, it's the Fable books. Really, Fable. Like they think like one, two, and four were like the three top selling graphic novels last year. And in that, why? Uh, Shout out to Adam Hughes. Just, I don't know. It's See, a, I don't know anything about Fables. Other than I, I just, have the no. entire run, but just for is Fable there a work. TV show that's been related to there, that? I don't think so, but I know the people who are into it are really, really fucking into it. It's generally the same people that are into Saga. But but so are they rebuying the trades, or is like? that being true is weird to me. Did they re-release new trades with like- I don't know. Remastered I don't art know. Or maybe. But that's, that's a strange the fact. The other two is another huge chunk. I don't have the exact numbers because I didn't do that much work. I'm not fucking crazy or nothing, but another huge chunk of- There were words and no pictures. I, yeah. It gets yeah, me hard. Exactly. No, but I guess another huge chunk of this the trade business has all been the manga stuff. Yeah. It's all the Japanese stuff. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah, okay. yeah. So you have, you have Marvel- with a th- Shout out to uh, Giselle, uh, my manga loving uh, friend, oh, yes. who I want to have come on because that I you met at the doctor's office. Yeah, 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 the, yeah. yeah. We'll have her on with the kids one day. Shout yeah. out Giselle. Hey, Giselle. Um, so you have a so this this large chunk of the business is trades now. You have Endgame, yeah, making three billion dollars at the movie theater, but no one's going back to buy the Infinity War trade. Actually, know what they're supposed to be looking at. Right. He's on a roll. Let him go. Yeah, yeah. About we, two seconds of German. We, we left invading the fact harbor. part. Yeah, yeah. No, keep going. <laughs> no, no. So uh, infi- the Infinity Gauntlet saga was yeah. not in the top 10. Yeah, no. which is, that is that is it interesting wasn't. because you would figure. Figure, oh, I want to go see what the book's supposed to be. So that 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 so that's, proves what you're saying about the, the, the marketing. Is, yeah. they, 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 they thought they were going to suck in kids in this younger audience with these movies. But the thing is, you have. It doesn't work that you know, way, though. It doesn't. But you have the movies. You have the shirtless boy network shows. You have the Netflix stuff. You have all these other ways to consume superheroes, cartoons, and yeah. video games. Picking up books You're, is just books is not on the West. It really is it's not on the West. And I don't, I don't think honestly, if you were, if you talk to somebody at Disney or somebody at Marvel Studios, do they want them going back and reading that Infinity Gauntlet saga? Nope. They don't they want really them reading don't. the entire. The whole thing was Thanos trying to impress Death. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. That doesn't play well with their shiny toys on screen. Yeah, you yeah. can't sell mouse ears. You're not death marketing on yeah. parks. Well, that's well, I'm going to so burn they, down half the yeah. universe to impress a woman. So, talking about burning down the universe, you had mentioned something about Liefeld flaming. Oh yeah, flaming stuff up, and I, I missed that. There was a Twitter storm last week from him where he he went back and forth with a few different people and basically just trashed everything Sports, and anything about and so, DC. So, and so my I know the name Rob Liefeld. I know. Uh, I associate him with uh, X Men and Deadpool and, and not being able to no draw feet. feet. Yeah. yeah, and yes, but I actually don't know much about. So Rob Liefeld was one of those, you know, when they had Jim Lee and these guys, mm-hmm. one of these hot Marvel artists, um, helped create characters. Pouches, lots yeah, and lots, lots of, of pouches. pouches. So he, cre- pouch. he created um, the, the 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 pouches group X Force. Um, so Cable, he created uh, co-creative Cable with um, I'm going to butcher his name. Uh, f- f- Fabian Nunzio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did the X-Force stuff and, you know, through New Mutants and all that, created Deadpool. Okay. So, um, Deadpool is a hugely popular character. I love Cable. Cable is one of my personal favorites. Okay. I love the, the X-Force stuff. 
to the point where they're coming up with the X-Force figures. I might have to actually start buying lines of figures now because I love them so I much. don't mm-hmm. think have to means what you think it means. Uh, yeah, you're right. We'll We're see. We're still working on that whole need. And I'm yeah. trying, I'm trying, I'm trying. Yeah. Um, then he was one of the ones that spun off and went over to Image. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, So what are some Image books he- For Image, he did. I know he cre- he helped create the the villain Chapel in Spawn, who's one of my favorite Spawn villains. Okay. He also did- What did he work on? Witchblade? Was Witchblade his? He may have worked Maybe. on that. I'm actually looking it up now. Um. Well, so sorry, I, I interrupted. He he went on a tweet storm, and I heard something about maybe at a summit or of some sort or a panel. He ripped into he. What I saw it as or, was it was more of a Twitter tirade. Yeah, against a couple other fans, just essentially trashing DC, their business model, how they treat employees, everything and anything about what's str- going on. Um. And basically summing it up with DC was just going to be shutting down soon. Was that bad? Well, why, hey, why, why would somebody in a profession do something like that? Right. I mean, now you know, my feelings on the evils of, of, and stupidity encouraged by social media and the quick ability to, you know, speak without a filter and, and never be able to filter it again. But this just seems stupid. He's somebody that's worked for the company before. He has friends that are running the company. Yeah. Jim Lee's a co-publisher. So is he lashing out because of a specific thing? Was he drunk? Is he... So I know um, people, you know, people on the internet get, uh, think they're bulletproof. And I've seen, not just Rob Liefeld, I've, uh, Rob Liefeld kind of went a little more scorched earth, but I've seen like Jimmy rip people apart. I've seen... Mm-hmm. Um, Jimmy Pomian? Yep. Oh, he's fucking just killed people. I don't know what they're talking about. Mm, yeah. That's why I stay I've off the internet because I don't apart. know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Jimmy's at the point in his career. I, he just doesn't care yeah. anymore. It's like he's, him and Amanda aren't even doing like the big cons anymore. They're showing up at a five hour con in New Hampshire. They decided that was going to be their New England stop this year. And it's at a Holiday Inn and the tickets are like 10 bucks, like Southeast New Hampshire comic-con when a holiday in ballroom in october that sounds cool ten dollar tickets let's go and the entire i already got my tickets bitch um the entire <laughs> the entire I'm the Chris Davis. when they schedule a con they just send me tickets no no i expect dj to see these things way before me because he spends more time online than uh, i don't go looking anymore um no it was one of palmiotti's tweets that they were going to be there in the whole paper film crew Mm-hmm. Paul Mont, the whole Frank Terry, all of them are going to uh, this Holiday Inn ballroom. My kid loves them for five hours the weekend of Halloween. Cool. So, but no, it's like even those guys—they're doing more of their own creator-owned stuff. If you want to find anything from those guys now, mm-hmm. it's generally going to be a Kickstarter. Yeah, but they have a lot more. I've bought a couple of them. Like Killing Time in America was amazing. I've never heard of that. It was a Kickstarter from last year that was so freaking good. The entire premise was there's a small town in, and I'm going to butcher it, so if he ever hears it, I apologize, um, like northern Germany that are still bitter about the war. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so once a year, they'll send a group of young adults over to the U.S. to basically go on a killing spree, and they televise it back to the town. They just come out and take out Americans. That's a- it's. The book was so good, but yeah, they have, Amanda does a ton of the artwork for it and she's still doing some of the covers for the big two. Yeah. I know Um, I've seen them, seen her. She did a a Batman cover. She did. I, I, 
I was going She'll through. She'll still my pop up for some of the B covers. Yeah, yeah. you're seeing. I, don't know, I just hope that between the movies and the TV shows and the cartoons and the apps and the streaming and all the stuff, I just hope they didn't strip mine the characters down so bad where the comic yeah. industry fails out. Because it's it's far away, but I would like to be able to buy my grandkids comic books one day and t- get them into comics. Well, you don't have to buy them new ones. That's true. No, there will always be copies out there, but this has happened with the industry before. Yeah. I mean, some of this, it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy here. You, and we've talked about it anecdotally. I don't know if we've touched on it on the pod very much, but all of these cons popping up. Yeah. Like yeah. you were getting to the saturation point two years ago, and then they just invented 12 new ones. Yeah. yeah. And I think what's driving people, I mean, we've talked about Sean and I pairing back. You've started pairing back. Mm-hmm. It's, it goes in waves, right? Yeah. When we both jumped back in, I can't speak for you, DJ. Sean and I were kind of at the same time. We killed it. It was your fault, actually. It was, and it wasn't just, oh, I like Batman. It was far and wide. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, all of it. It's, yeah, a lot of it. I mean, they would just start putting stuff in our boxes because they're buying everything else. So I just sneak this in there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And it's not that now the product has gone down so far that it's not. Yeah. It's not worth it anymore. If I'm buying something extra, it's because of an artist on the cover, like the Immortal Hulk series. And that's one of the things that jumped out in that top 10. The writing has been very good. They're doing a nice job with the character, but it's all Alex Ross art. Yeah. So you have, how many of those 80,000 copies that were sold? Yeah. Is because people just love Alex Ross. Probably, Probably at least 70,000 of them. I was going to say, yeah, there's at least a good chunk of it. Yeah, I'm sure a huge part. tied just to his Everything covers. he releases sells out in like two seconds. So you guys so, put the detective well, So you can pair this down to people like Batman, Spider-Man, and certain artists. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see once the summer goes through and you have, I think there's one more movie Spider-Man. So once you get into like the fall maybe, yeah. see where the numbers are at again and just see if, you know, so Captain Marvel made a billion dollars. Avengers made three billion. Do Avengers and Captain Marvel books? Spike? I, right, I, I you, love your movie, Matt. Yeah, once once you say it twice, I gotta I gotta ask. Yeah. I don't know, but three billion does not sound right to 2. me. Two point seven eight six or something like that. Okay. It's still below Avatar. It didn't take yeah. anything more. He needs like yeah. thirty five million or something like that. Yeah, yeah, but that's no, that would need three hundred some million, right? No, I well, think to it, get it, to to get to two point three, he's doing accounting math. He's just oh, rounding. Okay. All right. Sorry, I, sorry to interrupt. You're on a roll. No, they are. They're, yeah. they're, they're 35, 40 million away. Yeah. Worldwide. Really? For worldwide gross. Yeah. Oh, from Avatar, not from, from a- 3 billion. No, no, from Avatar. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay that, that's where I'm hung up. But yeah, no. Two, to me, 2.8 yeah. and 3, it's, it's just easier to say 3. Yeah. I round I, up on that I, one. But Captain Marvel made a billion. <laughs> What's a couple right hundred million between yeah, yeah, friends? Yeah. I like it. <laughs> okay. So oh. we're going to have to. <laughs> I'm, I'm My done. favorite part of Sean's size. I am. I am energized by the thought of talking to some retailers. Yeah, so let's, we, we're going to revisit the I subject love because- that idea. We should start rallying yeah, start, the groups now. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, let's start doing that. Um, also, I'm working on something uh, for a future episode for end of the summer. Yeah, cool. So we'll talk about that offline later. Okay, oh, so- Speaking of end of the summer. Yeah, so speaking of summer, let's um, stay away from all the superhero stuff. Yeah. Since we just yeah. did that for 55 but minutes. Today, my kids finished grade school mm. and- are ready to sit on their asses all summer long. And my kid finished Harley, high school we, yeah. a week and a half ago. Yep. Harley finished up today as well. It's, uh, so it's vacation time. Vacation woo-hoo. season. Vacation. Vacation. Don't you just send them to camp so there's someone else to watch them? No, I never had camp money. Yeah. So I, uh, 
I'm not the Chris Davis. Our summer camp was a bounty ball in the middle of the street. Uh, my <laughs> summer camp was the boys club thing. Yeah. Here, go sit by the lake. Oh. Widow. Yeah. I sat by the lake all summer too, but I lived on the lake. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's not the same. No. So what do you want to do for top three this week, guys? I, Something vacation-y. Yeah, vacation-y. I, I, like, I like the idea of vacations, right? What? Not It doesn't necessarily... Yeah, summer summer vacation experiences. I realized when kind of thinking through this, I'm actually not sure the vacations that I thought of are all summer vacations, but to a certain extent, I don't think that matters. Okay. I wanted to think about vacation experiences. So top three vacation experiences. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Okay. okay. Um, anyone have any honorable mentions? Um, I... As usual, I can't remember shit, so I'm certain I'm leaving out a bunch of stuff, but one honorable mention was a number of years ago for my in-law's 40th wedding anniversary, they took both their daughters, one of whom is my wife, um, and all our families to Jamaica for, for a week. And that was, that was really, really cool. Nice. And, you know, a different, you know, kind of a, a family experience that was neat. So that that's an honorable mention is, is, you know, somebody else paying for Jamaica. <laughs> somebody else paying is always good. That's going to hit my yeah. top three. Actually, now I have Get to there. alter my top three because it made me remember another one. So let oh, me yeah. add a, uh, a second my honorable mention. Gonna... Please, before I speak. <laughs> so, uh, I just realized that my list is going to be complete trash compared to you two because no one buys me shit. Yeah. Well, certainly other people I paying one. always, always helps. You're um, the doozy though. Okay. So any honorable mentions, Chris? He's got one more. I thought he's yeah. Playing. I've got oh, I've got one more honorable he's mention. Shuffling one down at the other. Yeah. Oh, so okay. I'm I'm altering things. Clean so down. in uh, somewhere in the mid '80s, my I was very fortunate to have uh, grandparents that uh, kind of retired from the military early, started a second life as realtors in Colorado, and were really into travel in their retirement. And I was their only grandson, and and in mm. fact. The other grandkids were much, much younger. So I got taken a lot of cool places. And one of the places they liked to take take us, take me, was uh, Hawaii. And one of my earliest big vacation memories was spending, I might have spent two weeks in Kauai, which oh, is just nice. an incredible just place. Beautiful. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So that and the memories of flying helicopters down uh down the canyon to the waterfall that was at the beginning of Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, five or six years before Jurassic Park. I, I Incomparable. Like, that really shouldn't be an honorable mention, but it's an honorable mention now. Very cool. Um, got a couple honorable mentions. One actually, it ties back into the grandparents thing as well. So I was the oldest grandchild mm-hmm. in our family. So that tended to be, and everybody was, at least three to six years younger. Um, so if they were going to take somebody by themselves, mm-hmm. it tended to be me. Yeah. So my grandparents, they retired, not same military as, but they worked for Natick Labs and yeah. they worked for the military. Yeah. Retired early. Yep. Um, bought a house, bought a piece of land and put up a prefab down in the Cape. Cool. Long before, like when you could still afford a house yeah. down mm-hmm. the Cape yep. back in the early eighties. So, most of it, it was weekends driving down to Falmouth and spending the weekends down there on the beach with my grandparents yeah. and just kind of hanging out at the house doing that. Um, That's special because it was, wasn't just one vacation, right? It was an ongoing piece of your life. It's funny. Yeah. And it's something to this day, I 
every once in a while, take a look at the listings in Falmouth. Yeah. You know, just see if Pa's house ever comes up. <laughs> oh, yeah. It did once. Once. And then did the number make you cry? What made me cry is knowing that my father, at the same time they were building, turned down a lot two blocks closer to the beach. Because uh, he wasn't sure if he wanted to take out the $5,000 loan. Right. And he could have got fucking a million and a half for it, probably. It's oh, my grandfather's yeah. prefab house. The last time it sold was like seven eighty five. Fucking great. Right yeah. in Falmouth Heights. It's like three blocks vacation. from the beach. The, yeah. There's a softball field right there. BBC at yeah. the end of the street. Like right, right by the Island Queens over there. Yeah. yeah. I remember the summers on the Cape before it became insane and everybody yeah. from New York and New Jersey yeah. started driving up every yeah. weekend, you know? Jesus Christ. Um, and my other honorable mention is... The first time I remember going to Disney, this will be near and dear to DJ's heart. Not long before they were like, you pretty much had the Polynesian and contemporary on property. Mm -hmm. So you didn't stay on property. Yeah. It was decidedly like, for some reason, I have this vivid memory of going back to the motel. Like you're talking outdoor entrance to the motel, those stupid little frogs that would stick on the walls mm -hmm. yeah. of all the hotels there. Mm -hmm. um, where down, well, where Disney Springs is now yep. and your riverboat. Mm -hmm. That was your only character breakfast. Like you went to Lake Buena Vista. Yeah. If you were going to do a character breakfast and it was one park. Yeah. Yeah. There was no Epcot. There was no nothing. Um, my brother was probably still in diapers at the time or something, but I distinctly remember the first time going down with my parents and my uncle. Cool. It was cool. Crazy. Okay. I got a couple honorable mentions. So my, my list is going to be very uh -huh. Disney heavy because that's all I do, but so one thing is um, when we were kids, we didn't really do a lot of vacations because there was four of us and obviously not the cash to do it. Mm. So we did a lot of like day trips. Yeah. Mm. So one thing we used to do a lot of um, when I was a kid, I remember is during the summer, especially is we used to go up and do um, Whalen Park and Canopy for days. Mm -hmm. So you could get in for like- Love those places. So that was the day. It's like we'd swing by McDonald's, get like a bag for like 49 cent cheeseburgers and go up to friggin' Whalen after five o'clock. It was like five bucks to get in yeah. and just mm -hmm. do rides and stuff like that. So that was one. And then um, another honorable mention, I'm going to go with time me and my buddy Dan went down to uh, Miami for a pass game. Nice. So we've done a couple away games. One of them would be on my worst vacations list. <laughs> one of my friends is an asshole, but <laughs> um, you know, we went down to Disney, um, stayed at you know the place down in Disney, uh, rented the convertible drove down to Miami for the game and nice. they lost which sucked and getting out of there yeah. was like a bloodbath it was like trying to get out of the watch riots Ooh. but um, we won the Super Bowl that year so fuck them all but, <laughs> um, yeah so the Miami trip was a good one too so uh, so my number three is is one that I think you guys will like and I may have mentioned it at one point but um, I just looked it up to see if my memory was correct so in the, the summer of 1983, I went to Epcot Center with my mm. grandparents, just me and those same grandparents, big into timeshares. They had timeshare in Orlando. So we wait, went and stayed in, you know, Kissimmee or whatever it's called. Yep, Kissimmee. And, and so Epcot had opened in October of 82. Mm -hmm. So actually I should check. I might've gone in October of 82. I need, I need to look this up. You so been not for the opening? But, but, well, it wouldn't have been for like the actual opening, but I remembered it being like, it was a big deal. And I was in sixth grade and I did, uh, um, I was on the sixth grade newspaper. And so I actually went down, oh, so it was during the school year, so it couldn't have been in the summer. Um, so I think it actually was, and it was 
the year that the Redskins won the Super Bowl. 87. No. It was oh, no, the Doug they Williams won or one. the Mark Rapin. No, it was uh, no. uh John John Riggins. Riggins. Oh, 78. No, it had to be around 82 83. I think it was yeah. January 83 was the or February, you know. Doesn't matter. None of this is important. The point is I went in the first six months of the park opening, I'm almost positive it was before the Super Bowl. Which 83. Means, 83, yeah. Yeah. So, 83 was Doug yeah. Williams. So I think I went in November, October, November of 82, right after Epcot had opened. And it it was on the news and the monorail and the big golf ball. That's and, insane. And, and it, was, it was magical going around, seeing the countries and all the stuff that now is kind of Passe hasn't changed that much. I mean, they've done some cool stuff, yeah. but the uh, the energy ride with the dinosaurs and imagination, imagination pavilion was yeah. the shit. Yeah, they had light pens where you could draw in color, different colors on the screens. Oh, yeah. Right, they were thirteen mind. inch CRTs and giant corded light pens. But this is in 80, 82, right? Mm -hmm. Blew my mind. You could there was a, a room with lights shining down from the ceiling on the carpet and you stepped on different colored lights and they played drum sounds yeah. and you know uh it was awesome and it was just me and my grandparents nice. and not that many it wasn't that crowded like you know because it was fall and even though it had just opened it yeah. really it wasn't the craziness and it took that a little while for it to catch on because yeah. it wasn't your traditional like, amusement but it, it was yeah, weird it wasn't disney you know and it was also a lot of the press was about walt's vision of it being a community and experimental, you know, experimental prototype of tomorrow exactly yeah. um but it was awesome so nice. that that's my number three excellent very cool so um my number three is going to harken back to sean's thought on people paying for your vacation um so last year i'm going it's all going to be recency bias with me here yeah. last year and the last gasp effort to get all of heather's family back together yeah for one last so herself her brother all the kids um back together for one last family vacation my in-laws for christmas gave us all a trip to alaska so we did a 10-day disney cruise to alaska That's cool. so um very cool that's it was always a bucket list kind of thing wanting to go up there and see that um like Sean said, it's always better when somebody else is paying, especially to be able to check one of those boxes. Yep. And it actually worked out. It may have been the perfect family vacation because you don't have to do much yeah. with everybody if you don't want to. Yeah. You can choose to do as much as you want. I'm looking forward to You're, it. Exactly. You'll enjoy it. It's You reconvene for dinner. Yeah. You can all go your own separate ways. We didn't do an excursion for the entire 10 days with anybody else we were traveling with. Yeah, that's Heather, cool. I, and Harley did our own thing, and so it actually was a very relaxing, enjoyable vacation. And nice to throw DJ a bone before we got on the boat. We went to Fun Ho Funco headquarters. Yep. Yeah, I oh, that. that's right. Yeah. Went the day. Nice. Went to Everett just to check out the giant pop figures on top of the warehouse. I would do the exact same thing. Yeah, <laughs> nice. What about you, DJ? Nice. So my number three is um back to when I was a kid. Uh, my great uncle Bob, my grandfather's brother, had a place on the Cape. And every like three years, we rotate. He'd rotate through the siblings, so we get to go to the Cape every couple of years. Um, and it was cool. right on the water. Um, but there was one year in particular. I remember we had just got my my new puppy Rufus. He was a Rottweiler. Oh, I like that name. Oh yeah, he was. He was. He was. He was the best. We actually it sucked. We had we ended up having to um, give him away when we moved because that's just how my life went growing up. It fucking Sucko. sucked. But it was. It was. I remember me. One of my friends came with, and um, basically it was just me the entire week. 
just hanging out on the beach with my fucking dog. I just got this new puppy. He was like maybe like f- maybe four or five months old, Having little thing, and just had a blast on the beach with the dog. And I'm a huge dog person. And after him, I didn't really have my own dog until I got Chewy a couple of years ago. So that was a mm-hmm. big gap. But you know, clam digging, and you always ate real good. Yeah. You know, I couldn't yeah, go down co hogging. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't eat all the seafood stuff because I was allergic to it, which sucks. But you know, there's plenty of hamburgers, which was good for me, and mm-hmm. chicken fingers and shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was probably the the best. And we actually, I, I don't know where it is. It's on a VHS tape somewhere at the house. There was a, vi- you know, a, you know, we had a someone had a, had a handy cam that year when they started coming out. So yeah. I actually got some video of me and my dog when I was a kid. So that, that was cool. I was like, awesome. that's I, really cool. Yeah, I think I was like in seventh, eighth grade or something like that. So that was a big one. You got to thank you. Just brought back a whole flood of good memories of me and my grandfather. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. That was yeah, that was, those were good times. So that's awesome. My uh, my number two is uh, relatively recent. I think it's been two years ago now. But uh, uh, Jen and I had talked about doing this for a long time, and we uh, we flew with the girls down to Phoenix, spent mm-hmm. a little time with uh, with my uncle down there. It was a really nice place and pool and stuff, and then drove up through, saw the Grand Canyon, went through some hot springs in Colorado, met up with my nice. mom and stepdad mm-hmm. and drove to Colorado Springs. We got to do all, you know, I love Southwest, big sky, dry road trip. I'd never seen the Grand Canyon from the South side, which was, which was really, really cool. Um, the, the, the whole experience was really cool. The worst part was one of the things I'd hoped to do, this is when the, you know, the girls are at that point, nine and 11 or something like that, um, was taken to see my grandparents who they hadn't seen since they were, uh, very, very, you know, very, very little. In fact, my grandfather already passed away at this point. Mm. My grandmother died right before we went on the trip. So we ended, instead of seeing her, we actually all were able to go to her funeral, which was, you know, not not the best thing, but it still was a really, it was a really great two weeks. We took time, so we didn't really have to rush. No, That's a key, the yeah. days. Yeah. The days. And, and so I loved, you know, I wish I could do more of that. Nice. Very cool. Um, and you always hit on the same themes that I'm going to, these longer. So the next two that I'm going to talk about are both two-week type, the stretches yeah. that I was actually able to pull myself away yes. for multiple weeks. And this Hard. one- my number two is probably the busiest I've been at work at the same time being on vacation. Yeah. Um, so going back to 2013, um, I'm kind of broken when, it, if I'm going someplace that I've always wanted to, that I think maybe a one-time shot, I try to cram in as much as humanly possible in these things. Yeah. So <laughs> Harley was finally old enough. She was four years old, finally old enough to take her overseas in our mind. She could handle the trip and yeah. being bounced around for the couple of weeks. Um, Heather's stepfather is of Scottish descent. He was selling the family's house in Northern Scotland and wanted us to see the family house before it was finally gone. Um, so we agreed to do it. It ended up being a two week trip yeah. over started in London, working our way up through the UK into Scotland, um, crammed as much as humanly possible into these two weeks, got to go, Took Harley to the London Eye and went to see Tower Bridge and Lion King in London. Got to see nice. Clapton at Royal Albert. Oh, jeez. He happened to be in town that Fuck week. Christ. Got to, it kind of married up. Clapton's by far my favorite musician. Yeah. I love golf. 
we went up and played St. Andrews and we played the Belfry and played St. Andrews. I got to play the old course and the Jubilee when we were there. Oh man. Um, and I would move to Scotland in a heartbeat. I would go back this second and it's weird. It's, it was a bunch of tentpole type experiences at the same time. My company was being sold. Yeah. We'd planned the trip a year before and it happened to be right, right in the middle of diligence. So every yeah. night when the You're family was going stuff. to bed, I was on calls backyard to get on at two in the morning or something, three in the morning to start up the call. So it's, I was exhausted for two weeks, but it was a lot of disconnect time out in the countryside. You didn't have a lot of cell service. You didn't have internet. You weren't worried about anything else. It was just spending time with the family and knocking off some of those experiences. Nice. That's nice. cool. Uh, my number two is the complete opposite. It's um, trying to cram everything in over like five days. Um, mm. So when I took, uh, well, you were there too, Chris. Um, when I took my brother Zach to WrestleMania a few years ago mm-hmm. in, in Orlando. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, it was one of those things where he never thought you'd get to go. He never thought he'd get to go. He could never afford to go. And yeah. I just bit the bullet one year. I got a bonus. I was like, fuck it, we're going. <laughs> but it just, every, it, it made it worth being tired. You know, got off yeah. the plane, rushed right over, boom, Hulk Hogan. At his at his mm-hmm. beat shop, nice. Went over to the Walgreens, right next next door to get waters and stuff for the hotel room. And I'm in line, and I'm behind you know Jim Ross and Ricky Steamboat. And it was just like awesome. you knew it was gonna be that kind of week, and it just never ended. We bumped into everybody. We went to NXT Takeover. We went to Mania. We went you know got up at four in the morning to go meet Dolph Ziggler. It's just it was <laughs> an insane insane week. Snuck a couple of Disney days in there, obviously because we're in Orlando, and so that was just a good trip because it's one of those things where it's like. You know, I was able to pull it off, which was a yeah. good thing. That's very cool. That's awesome. So my my number one, which uh, in true bad memory fashion, wasn't even on my list or honorable mentions until you talked about other people paying mm. for things. Um, I believe you talked about that first. Yeah, or one of us. <laughs> you, you, you remarked on it. Yeah. Was uh, so the uh, the company I've been working for for quite a while when I started with it. It was in its relatively early days. My dad had been working for it for a few years, um, but they used to, every year or two, take the whole company and their families on, you know, some kind of trip paid for by the founders, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and I went on one with my dad. Uh, At one point, my dad and two of my brothers worked for the company. Now, me and one of my brothers works for the company, but at this particular time, I think this might've been six or seven years ago, uh, went to Grand Cayman, right? Chartered planes, go down there for, you know, four or five days and my dad's there and one of my brothers. So it was also like a family thing. Okay. Um, Grand Cayman was fantastic. Staying right on seven mile beach, got both a pool and bath water temperature ocean, Mm. you know, that's like four feet deep out 50, 60 yards from the beach. I mean, it's just unbelievable. And I don't like, I don't like ocean and sand, but that temperature (laughs) water and everything. Plus I could go in the pool, you know, all I could drink, drink up, you know, uh, poolside bar service, just fantastic rooms, massive outdoor company breakfast every, every day, you know, just a really good time. Got to play golf with my dad and, you know, one of the, head guys of the company and his son and you know i haven't been able to play golf with my dad many times that was that was fantastic but the only regret is that they offered to let you extend for another couple days 
you know, you didn't stand for around? yourself. We didn't do it because we. This is one of the first times we went away from the kids, and okay. so we're like, uh, and maybe the only real regret of our lives in the last, you know, since we've been together, is meeting me. We should have. No, that's not. <laughs> but we should have extended because it really was just an incredible vacation. The fact that the kids weren't there maybe tells me something. But, but <laughs> you but need some of those times by yourself. Yeah, right? yeah, that was, it, you do. You need you need the break every yeah. once in a while. Nice. Yeah. Cool. So my number one, it kind of dovetails off of the last one. So my number two is all about when we were selling the company. Yeah. My number one is right after the company had sold and yeah. right after I was let go from the company. <laughs> right, yeah. So the reality is in any of these, just with the nature of my job, if a company yeah. sells, I'm going to be there for a period of time and then I will be gracefully yeah. ushered out and you know, the guy who bought it takes over, yeah. which is fine. So we had planned um, in 2015, we had planned a trip to Alani. We had saved as okay. a DVC guy. Yep. For sure. We saved up the points for a couple of years and we're going to blow it up. Um, Disney's DVC Resort. In Hawaii. Oh, I didn't even Just know Just outside was. of Honolulu. Oh, it's gorgeous. Yeah. Oh, gorgeous. Yeah. Nice. Um, it's a vacancy rate of like 0. 0.01 for the entire year. Yeah. It's crazy. So it's one of those you book like the year in advance. Yeah. So we had planned to do eight days down in Alani. Um, so then it became this little like, it was kind of building blocks. So it's like, you know what? She's only six. Yeah. It's going to be a watch. Try to go 13 hours straight. So, yeah, so go to California. All right. So we'll do a, a few days at Disneyland. Ah. So we tacked on a couple nights. We're going to do days in the park and do that. Once we did that, then it's like, oh shit. You know what's right before we get there? It's like, no, like San Diego Comic-Con. So we said, screw it. And went on Craigslist and- Found. found people that were selling tickets, met a nice young Asian girl in a Starbucks parking lot in like northern San Diego to pick up. Her name was Sally Wong. She had gotten the ticket for... Such, such, such a fake yeah. Asian yeah. Craigslist yeah. name, no, doesn't it? No, it's, it's even better because she had to register the <gasps> oh, child ticket. Yes, yes. And so Harley became Wong Child, <laughs> that, which is priceless. I and hope you kept the lanyards. I, oh, I have the that, lanyards yeah. in my office. It's... Amazing. Harley, so, you've always been the Wong child. It became this just like building blocks, like all the dates just happened to fall. Yeah. And it was just the three of us. Nobody else yeah. flew into San Diego. We did one day at the con, drove up to Anaheim. Yeah. It ended up, this will be another thing DJ likes. We walked into Disneyland's 60th anniversary, not knowing <laughs> the anniversary yeah. was happening that weekend. Yeah. So there was all the crazy people buying all the shit and all that. You couldn't move. We hid in California yeah. Adventure for most of it. Yeah. Like the kid actually asked to leave Disneyland. It was too busy. Yeah. Like she's like, I don't want to be in here. Can we go back to the hotel? Can we go yeah. across the way? And no, it then right off to Hawaii. And it was just, nice. it was a great family vacation. It was like a little adventure. Yeah. And you just kind of went and did whatever. And it was just the three of us doing it. Just good family time. Nice. Running around and giving her some experiences. Nice. When I, if I ever get laid off, my vacation trip is going to be me going under a bridge eating cream corn out of a can with my hands because I can't. <laughs> you know, there's some well, they, days they, where that doesn't sound so bad. No, but. and, <laughs> and uh, when you get laid off after the sale, they need you to stick around to do the yeah. transition. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That trip was more the reward to myself. Like, hey, I'm going to be jobless for a little. <laughs> Let's go figure it out. Wow. Awesome. So, so once again, like I said, I can't compare to you guys' vacation list at all, so. My number one is, is Disney related, obviously, because that's all we do. I think since my kid's been alive, that's all we've done. 
So I kind of got like a one A one B. So oh, what? <laughs> I like it. One A one B. So there, none of us have cheated yet. This is good. So the best vacation we had was I want to say it was eh, three years ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. We did the fourteen dayer. Mm-hmm. Went down to Florida. Took two weeks off from work. Um, did a couple days over at Universal so the girls could do Harry Potter mm-hmm. land. We stayed yeah. at a. Coco Bay or whatever it is. Or- oh, I stayed, oh, yeah, 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 that's where we yeah, stayed. Yeah. Which is like, like their value place. hotel. Fucking awesome hotel. Yeah. Gorgeous hotel. Never stayed over there. Well, maybe yeah. that's not the one I stayed at. Yeah, but it's, yeah it's, it's like the one that's like... Um, the, I say the one with the plane crashed and it's all big uh, Hawaiian themed or, or Pacific themed. Oh, no, no. Yeah, no. You stayed at the the um, I don't the Royal Pacific. Yeah, that's What's the other one. Portofino yeah. or yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Italian theme yeah. thing. So you yeah. stayed at the third of the three. I said, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I stayed at the okay. cheaper one because I was like, you know, I'm not paying. For, I'm not used to paying for hotels, so I was yeah. like, I'm staying at the cheap one. Mm-hmm. But it worked out good. It was very nice. We just mm-hmm. stayed there so we could get the early access to Harry Potter one. Yeah. So we did that. We were there for like I want to say three days, mm-hmm. and then we went to freaking Disney World for like twelve days. Yeah. Oh, wow. so cool. That's the way to do. This. Other than the, the, you know brand new car that you're paying in tickets. Well, it's actually, so there was three of you, right? There was only three of us. And yeah. actually, when you go that long, it's not that bad. Because here's the thing. Once you get by day four. Or once you get by day four, to tack on a day, it's like the next day seven bucks. And then it's yeah. four yeah, bucks. it's almost uh, By the time you're tacking on days 10 through 13, it's like a dollar a day. Yeah, it doesn't so matter. So that's really, once you, yeah. so if you're going to take the big bite, doing longer is far, far better. Yeah, I think yes. the difference between a six-day ticket and an 11-day ticket was maybe like $43 a person. Right, okay. Or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's negligible. It's insane. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah, it was not but um we had um we had unfortunately gotten into a car accident a while before oh shit um yeah i got t-bone on lincoln street by some asshole playing on his gps um mm. so luckily we were okay i think you know it was right after Athena's concussion so we were worried but she ended up being okay so that's why we but when i had the money come in yeah i'm like look the car's getting paid off oh she's you know she needs a fucking break she just got hurt at yeah. um mm-hmm. At uh, with the concussion, and then we had the car accident. I was like, you know, what? let's extend out. So we ended up extending out the week before to go to Universal and stuff, nice. and use the points to extend out. So I was like, let's take two weeks, and it was two weeks where, you know, I think we did dining plans. We were eating wicked good dinners every night. Mm-hmm. And I'm like walking around with cocktails in Epcot. I think that was the year. I think we were there for food and wine, and I did all 85 beers at, so at food and wine man. over like two days. Yeah, it was wow. nice. Yeah. Well, like most of them are flights and stuff. I'm not doing like. Yeah. Still, that's a that's a that's an accomplishment. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, that's back. You actually could hear his liver weep there for a moment. Oh uh, no, that, that was um that was super fat DJ too. So my liver was good to go. But, oh, okay. um, <laughs> you had more body mass. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It took a so, so, but that was that was a great trip. Um, it was because it was an actual vacation. Yeah. You know? That's the key. If you can disconnect. Yeah. That's um one that was very memorable wasn't an actual vacation because like chris said you never if you're going to go back you try to cram everything in was the first year we took athena to disney world Mm -hmm. um we weren't dvc yet we actually it made me buy the damn things we stayed at all-star movies and it was a fucking shit show yeah Um, i heard it can be tough it it was it sucked but nothing no matter whether it was three days five days 60 i think we did six days right whatever it was no matter what you eat no matter how busy it was the lines Nothing beats that moment when your kid first walks down Main Street and sees the castle for the first time. Yeah. Um, because she, you know, she did her research. She was she was five and she's watching like you know, Travel Channel things and reading yeah. freaking like the Brahms guides and stuff. Oh, yeah. She had everything planned out, and it was one of those things where she, you know she she knew she, what was coming. We walked to Magic Kingdom. She's like, you know, oh, hey, Disney World. Here we go, and she just gets stopped right in her tracks. Mm-hmm. And has no idea what you know what's going to hit her. Mm-hmm. And um, since you know since that trip too, the you know the moment we got done with that trip she's like yeah that's what i want to do 
And since she's been six, she's been on a mechanical engineering path yeah. on her own, no with no push. Yeah. Um, which is you know, she, you know, she's read, she doesn't read books. She's read Marty Scar's biography like three times. Mm, that's so real. it's just that that was the thing. So that was a good trip too. So those uh, these things actually have helped. This is the first bit I've sat and relaxed, not just because we're sitting talking, yeah. but I, and I know we're going long, but but hearing about vacations mm. and particularly hearing about the longer ones and your approach, it's it's actually relaxed me for the you first know, time in a while. As we're sitting here, and I'm thinking specifically about the travels you have coming up and yeah. what the two of us always do, and it's everything's work-related. Yeah. And you're trying to squeeze this in. When I'm looking back on my top three, it's all the times I was able to disconnect. Yeah. Either I wasn't working during one, it yeah. just happened, or I was on a ship when I couldn't be in contact yep. with anybody for yep. 10 yeah. days, or I was yeah. in... Scottish country yeah. somewhere where you had no two of sick. mine predated the idea of not disconnecting when you travel. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's <laughs> yeah. funny how your brain goes that way, though. They're all recently biased, and it's all the times where I was able to get away from the other bullshit. Yeah, and I realized too, like I need, get away. I need yeah. to take some where like actual vacations, like not Disney stuff, which we're gonna do once the kids out of college. We've talked about me. You know, six Flags is fun in some of those. Fuck that! You could pay me <laughs> for Six Flags. <laughs> Um, as a guy who could never fit on their rides, um, I can now, but fuck them. You don't get One my- guy flies off a roller coaster and he never goes back. I'm not a big Six Flags fan. No, so I don't they, like they, roller coasters. Oh, and coasters. They, they spray they the freaking ground my, black. Uh, my I old, love where I used to Riverside. Work, no, where I used to work in Vallejo, California. Oh, Vallejo. Used to be, uh, started out at Redwood City, moved up to Vallejo, California. Marine World Africa, USA mm. is where I worked for uh, several That's years. Right. Yeah. And uh, turn it six, maybe six we months. never talked about no, that. We did. No, we yeah. did. Yeah. A couple no, times, it, yeah. it, it just, since we're running long anyways, <laughs> did you guys happen to see the ride that Mark Bernard and a bunch of other people were posting? No. This gyro drop. Oh, that's fake, oh. right? That has to be I fake. I don't know. There's, there's it's a, no it's way nightmare fuel if it's yeah, real. Yeah, no, no, no. There's no way. That's somebody, that's somebody doing CGI. Somebody there's said no, that the swing part was fake. You can't have it's it It's all fake. No, no. That, when it started hemorrhaging people, dropping. Yeah. yeah. No, you yeah. can't. You cannot make a pillar with yeah. that much weight to it rise yeah, at yeah, that no, speed. No, 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 you can't have it rise. Nothing about that. It's, it was imaginative and fun to watch. It made me freeze and, my yeah, tracks for no, a second. There's, like, there's no okay, way you might that have created real. one that I actually won't go on. Oh, yeah, no, no. I'll go on anyway. Yeah. I see the fucking the but, Space Needle one at Vegas, and I'm like, nope. Oh, I did that it. one. Yeah. Nope, fuck that. Yeah. Scared shit was the first time, and then got right back in line. Yeah, yeah. No. But no. Space Mountain is actually a little much for I me. I won't do the one that swings over the edge off the yeah, status. No, yeah, no, 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 no. Fuck that. What is that, Vertigo or whatever the hell that thing yeah. is? No. Yeah. No, it's, it's one of those things too where it's- Vertigo not go. Yeah. Mm. As we talk about vacations. So we've taken some little trips together and yeah. done some stuff, like some Kevin shit. Yeah. We need to find a way to do like a vacation, whether it's we do the three of us and go do what Sean was talking yeah. about, go do, go hit Disney and do like drink reviews and ride reviews and park reviews and stuff like that, or yeah. whether we even take, you know, the wives and stuff and go do something somewhere. Notice the lack of enthusiasm when you get to the second option. No, I want to do that too. It's I, No, we can do that. I, I'm, I definitely would like to do, do some things as a, as a team families and without families. I, it's going to take some time. Yeah. We may have to build up, build up to that, but definitely we do need to, yeah, I know at some point there's going to be a reboot premiere. We need to figure out, you know, where we're, yeah. 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 So yeah, I'm, 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 I'm totally in, um, if we do go to California for that, we got to sneak into Disneyland. Yeah, well, I got to, I mean, I'm not being a, I still don't understand this DVC thing. So at some point we'll have to talk about that, but, uh. We can do a DVC episode. That. Most definitely. DVC episode. Be a good yeah. episode. 
Shit, I'll bring my brother on to you two peas in a pod. <laughs> you probably know all the same people. Want to talk about going long? No, okay, God. Speaking, no. speaking of us, yeah. that's, uh, let's wrap this up. So, Sean had uh, Epcot Center when it opened, mm-hmm. uh, the Phoenix Colorado Springs trip, mm-hmm. and the trip to Grand Cayman that he didn't pay for. Yeah, that's right. Nice. Chris had the last cruise that he didn't pay for, the Scotland trip. <laughs> he paid for and, it. And... Uh, being unemployed and going to Hawaii and San Diego Comic Con. Oh, oh, unemployed is so I mean, good. Chris Davis, I I spend more money when I'm unemployed. I know, seriously. <laughs> Eat a dick. How <laughs> do you think you got to Grand Cayman? Um, um, exactly. Oh, I think of, uh, number three. I went uh, the uh, Cape trips used to take when I was a kid at my uncle's Cape House. The uh, trip to WrestleMania from Brother Zach and the Disney trips. The two weeker we took, which was great, which I need to do again, and the first time we took the kid. Nice. Very so, cool. yeah. So, thanks happy for summer, folks. Happy summer, everyone. Happy summer. So, everyone, Safe travels, um, Sean. thanks for listening. Yeah, Sean, have a good trip. Uh, you can hit us up on Twitter at fmen37. Uh, we are now on iHeartRadio. Yay, we're with Seacrest. Yay. <laughs> so, if you, I mean, well, for some people, iHeartRadio is open at work for some people. Oh. They, so, that might be a way to listen to us at work if you want. Yep. Pad them numbers. Um, <laughs> and uh, we got a poll out on Twitter right now. Probably it will be open until next Friday. This will post over the weekend. So mm-hmm. uh, tag a friend who might like us. Give us a top three list, and I'll be sending out a mystery um, Star Wars Funko Pop. Um, this will not be a common. This will be some type of exclusive. There will, there will be a sticker on it. An exclusive Funko Yeah. So I'll send that out. Um, we'll close up I've on Friday, and then I'll sub- send it out. Sub- submissions come in on yep, Twitter. Yep, we got a couple in, so we've got some been good ideas. So feel free to hop in the fray. Yeah. And uh, thanks for listening, everyone. Everyone have a good night and happy summer. Yeah, happy summer. Guys.